of the Cosmic Cafe, the podcast for thecosmiccircus.com. I'm Isla Ruby, and I'm so excited to intro this interview we have for you today. We're big fans of the Mysterious Benedict Society at the site, and I recently had the chance to chat with season two's production designer, Cynthia Charette. You're going to want to listen if you're a fan of the show, but also if you're someone who's interested in filmmaking and creating worlds for TV in general, because she is a fountain of knowledge, and there was so much good stuff. Without further ado, here we go and enjoy. I'm so happy to meet you and, you know, thank you so much for being here. I'm I'm excited that we have a chance to talk because I love the show and how like visually stunning and evocative it is. So Cool. So yeah. you've seen, have you seen season two? I've seen about, I've seen several episodes of season two. I've seen, I think, four episodes. Or oh, three. good. So good, good. I'm excited to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so first, you know, can you tell me a little bit about yourself? You know, you've had this awesome career. I know you've done Austin Powers, Scary Movie 2, you, um, Jane the Virgin. You know, is there, like, can you tell me a little bit about yourself? Uh, yeah, you know, it's funny. I was reflecting on this last night and how I really think my career built to this, this show. It is my, you know, every show seems like a dream, but this one is absolutely my dream. Um, I came from, uh, I'm from Nashville, Tennessee. I went to Syracuse University, lived in New York shortly. Uh, by dream, I was in theater design. I wanted to work in theater. So theater is very, you know, you create worlds in a set design. And mm-hmm. that was my dream. Uh, and then I soon found out it's really hard to make a living in theater and was able to buy a uh, a uh, friend of um, a young director from USC who I knew, he got his first low budget film and, and I came to do it and um, in Georgia. That was my first break. Uh, I was a young, 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 and I was maybe 24, 25 years old. And uh, that was the beginning of my career in film. From there, I moved um from Georgia to Los Angeles and started um, trying to work in the film business. It's kind of hard to get into, but somehow, and God willing, and with will and determination, because I was one feisty, driven girl <laughs> back in those days, you know, it was, and I was determined to do it. So my career has always been a span of very creative, imaginative projects. I do want to touch on this for a moment because I don't even know if you realize this, but if you were to look at my credits uh, and this actually helped with me getting the job because I put together sort of a presentation of my work, you know, in my past, I did a show called, you know, small budget independent films. I started in film. One was called Claude or Trusting Beatrice. And so that created the whole world. Trading Mom with Sissy Spacek. No one saw, but I created a whole world just like this, you know, everything in detail. Um, Judy Moody and the Not So Bummer Summer, which I highly recommend as well. (laughs) That was as magical too. And again, I'm a detailed, detailed person with 
you know, not only do you build the set, but it's what the, what I always say to a prop person or a decorator or anything, what they see, you know, the wallet is just as important as the set, the eyeglasses, the tablecloth, the plate that it's put on, the way things are, what is every single detail. When you see these, these projects and they look so beautiful, it's not by, at least in our case with my team, it is not by luck. We work on it together. And that's what creates the beauty. You must be all in together. And so I can say, that's why I'm so, I'm going to put my camera on for you so you can see my face. <laughs> then I'm so happy. Ah. I don't have any makeup on. But to see how the show turned out, because all that like finessing about every little detail and a team working together and costumes and, and you know, props and the transform, everything, when it turns out that way, it's because there is a guided plan. Oh, and I, I yeah. Absolutely. So yeah. And you can and tell, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. And it just makes me so happy because it all works together. Yeah. I think it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You can see how intentional everything is and just it like it elevates the storytelling. You know, you are immersed in this world and I love that. And I, I just love the, the look and feel of the show so much. Yeah. Um, no, you mentioned Judy Moody, you know, where that's, I, I think that was a book series, right? To, to begin yes, with. Yes, it was another book series. Isn't yeah. That interesting? So that was a book series and that we got so all in too. And just for you personally, I mean, it's on my website, Okay. But I would highly, I'm not trying to push that, but it's just, a, I was just reflecting on how so many projects have built up to this. Does that yeah. make sense? That makes sense. Yeah. Now, had you had you or had you read this? Um, you know, had you read the Mysterious Benedict Society books before this, or you know, how did you oh, kind of come into the world? I didn't come into the world until my agent called me, and I didn't know anything about the project. And um, uh, somehow, I got a meeting, and I was so excited. You know, it was through Zoom, but once I, when I watched epi you know the first episode series, I was like, "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> Are you jumped off the bed like this is my dream? And um, I was so excited because I also, uh, I will just say, I was like, oh, good, Michael Wiley was available. I'll take the job. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's like what we as designers, but again, either you, you love that. Um, I like the sensitivity of it to the, that it was a good, has such a good, moral compass mm -hmm. it's not there's so many killing shows and yeah. low, i mean up to you know this is i grew up with mary poppins and chitty chitty bang bang yep okay so that's where i want to still want to live <laughs> and every time they do or you know beetlejuice or lemony snickets or any of that kind of stuff that's where i want to live it's I'm right here <laughs> and it's so, you know, I, I have a, a young daughter and I think it's so, you know, I like that she can watch it, you know, and yes! that it's this, it's like an adventure story. It's, I love that so much. And it's, it's almost an antidote to so much of the stuff out there. Yeah. Um, can you talk about, you know, so there's like a certain aesthetic for the show, right? You know, it's this very 
like very specific colors, like these really cool palettes. Can you talk about that and talk about, um, you know, how, like how, how you got inspiration for that and, you know, what, what your process is for coming up with stuff like that? Yeah. Um, I really love color and most people in this industry that know me know that I am like color. It's, it's the gift that I have. It truly is a gift. Um, um, and so we work really in, in studying, I really studied season one and, but then after that season two is different, mm -hmm. but we took things of Benedict from number one, I would, I pulled off, uh, okay. So there was a lot of greens and a lot of, um, sort of ambery, uh, green, amber palette. We kept that palette for Benedict. And then on season one, there was, for Dr. Curtin, there was a lot of blues. So I wanted to pay, you know, again, you do not disrespect what has been done and created. You carry that message through uh, because this is the book. This is the world. So it was very, in order to develop those two palettes, it was somewhat easy. But then it's all about, you can say, I'm going to do green and I'm going to do blue. But believe me, because I know color, in one palette alone, there's 150 blues. What tone? So if you can look at if you look at uh, Curtin's uh, office, uh, there are all these beautiful ranges of blues okay, mm -hmm. and how they work together. And then uh, and then those palettes would then I work very closely with costume designer, yep. staff and props and decor everyone so that they all know so that when we're and I put together a real specific color board with the absolute color code on it so ah. they, and they have that color printout with them uh, so it's not like oh I'm kind of just gonna throw some oh no it's very specific it is you know we're using HC 151 and HC 153 and then we're going to hear so they can see it and then they can hold up their prop to it and their wardrobe and a lot. And I did a lot of running back and forth. The trailer for costumes was right next to me. And I would run, sometimes I would have to work from them. It was all about like, okay, if she had to get a costume made. She knew the palette. So if she had to get her wardrobe, wardrobe made first, I would run over there with my paint chips, hold them up to her fabric work together so that we knew that it was all working same with props i would run to props and i would actually help pick him many times because he's he's he wasn't he's fabulous but not a color person in terms of i can do the code even mm -hmm. the code and so i would pick the color code for him he'd send me something to be a what color code because it had to be printed and yeah. again that amount of care and detail which can be obsessive but that's why it works no, I, care. absolutely. Yeah. And now I think I saw or read rather that the showrunner kind of described season two almost as a road show because there, you know, there are so many different locations compared to, to season one. How was, um, you know, work, I'm working with that in that um, framework because, you know, it seems like there's a lot of, you could be very creative there, right? With like, I think there was Portugal and, you know, I'm not, I don't want to spoil too much of it, but yeah, um, yeah. I want to talk about the shortcut too, because that was amazing. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, it was fun. It was definitely a challenge because imagine going through Europe in Los Angeles. It's always <laughs> yeah. um, So we went to far points of Los Angeles. Everywhere was, you know, two miles. I mean, 
so far away, but a lot, a lot of research. Again, honing in because with television, you have a second to get the location for the, especially for, a, for our age or a child to put them in that world. So uh, Portugal, what are the colors of Portugal? What are the signs? What is, what is iconic without being just a tourist map? What can we say so we know we are there? immediately and this is again what i learned even doing austin powers anything you it shows for a second you're out and then mm -hmm. you're in the storyline so our job is to put you into that world as fast as we can was there anything that um you know that you were really proud of this season that was really you know besides everything we've talked about with color and and all of that was there something that you know you pulled off that you really like could say that I can't believe I managed to do this. This is amazing. Oh, wow. Oh, and so there's so many. Um, well, the amount of work and the amount of time was a lot, but I'm very, of all the sets, I mean, I really love Dr. Curtin's set a lot. Mm -hmm. I just think it came off beautifully with the colors. I love the cabin in Benedict's cabin. I, love, I think that I am most happy with the juxtapositions of the world mm -hmm. on the bigger picture and how you can see, as you notice, strongly the Benedict's world against Dr. Curtin's world. Oh, yeah. uh, that is just, again, I can hone it down to a detail, but as a production designer, because I'm the bigger picture, uh, that's what makes me happy. Yeah. Um, and I know we're running close to time. Um, is there anything that, you know, you, we haven't talked about that you want to talk about or anything you want to share maybe about the, the show and the season? Um, well, you know, we decided, I don't know if you've noticed yet, but the golf cart, there's a, the motorcycle, there's so many transportation vehicles I had to design. The pie and, and cake, the, the pastry oh, um, that, truck is, yes, is cute. really cute. Yeah, all of that, which I love doing. And believe me, Everything that showed up was out of the junkyard. <laughs> wow. Rusted did every single one that you saw was like, really? Did you just go to the, I mean, we had to completely rebuild all of, they had not a headlight on, not a bumper, nothing. Wow. <laughs> so, I mean, that's a little, but again, think about the sets. You go into a big empty stage and there's nothing there. Yeah. And I, my favorite part of the job is when you walk in that day and there's nothing in the stage and I know that there's going to be a world standing there in about six, eight weeks now. <laughs> that makes, I love that because I call it, I dream a genie. Oh, that's phenomenal. That's great. That's my, you know, that I can just imagine and it all, again, incredible team. I want to say across the board best, you know, decorating, costumes, props, construction, paint crew. I mean, that's it. I'm so grateful we got to do it in Los Angeles. I had the best, best team. Transportation, uh, special effects, every visual effects. Look how good they came out. I worked a lot with them. Yeah. I would give them uh, sketches and renderings and then we go on. So you'll see in more of the stuff, I'm sorry, we're running out of time, but uh, where now I actually design the houses or the extensions and then they put it on. So I love that too, because that needs to stay in the production design world. 
Oh, amazing. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I, more time. I do too. I think, I thank you for the time and thank you, Cameron. And, you know, I can't wait to see the rest of the season and thank you. Thank you. Hon. It was okay. nice meeting you. Uh, Bye. Thank you, thank you for listening. You can find the companion article for this podcast, along with all the other news for those who like superheroes, science fiction, and fantasy films, TV shows, and other media at thecosmiccircus.com. Have a great day.